Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Double Cleanse podcast, a podcast with me, James Welsh. And me, Robert Welsh. Hi. Yeah. Hi. This podcast is all about being influencers, beauty, makeup, skincare, and just the world of, I guess, cosmetics. 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 You okay? Yeah. Talking about cosmetics, yesterday when we, me and James went to London and we were recording like in a proper studio, proper cameras, there were more than one camera, lights, yeah. and I tried to say analytics and I said analytics. in front of some children in front of children (laughs) and like professionals yeah it's been a long time i said analytics yeah and then i wore trousers that were two size too big for me which i uh, poured peanut sauce down by accident because we went into a thai restaurant thinking it was a cafe it looked like a cafe (laughs) from the outside do you know what it was? It was the wood that, it was the coloured wood that they used. <laughs> Cafes have certain colour wood. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, yeah, like like a slightly darker beach. Yeah. Beachy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I thought their logo was, like, the wording of their uh, restaurant was meant to be, like, a, a coffee cup. The top bit looked like a coffee cup incorporated yeah. into the name. But it's yeah. just a fancy E or whatever it was. The, the font was, the font was, what's the word? Analytics. <laughs> misleading. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, misleading fun. You've gone very quiet for some reason. Oh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just on my AirPods. You're just being you. I'm just being me. <laughs> okay, maybe speak with more confidence. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, what have you been, are you, how was your holidays? Oh, I had a lovely holiday, people. It, yeah, it was really, really nice. Really nice. Um, I didn't work the whole week. That's Which good. is what you would expect on holiday, but, you know, I, I, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So. I didn't, so. So. <laughs> and you know what, there was buffet food, but it wasn't like unhealthy buffet. It was like healthy buffet. You know, well, like fruit, it, fruit, yeah, there was chicken, fruit, chicken. No, there was actually fruit, like fruit, chicken. and it was all cooked like really nicely. It was like you know, like it almost as if somebody had a nice meal, but they just took all the separate parts and put it in a buffet instead of like plates. Yeah, instead of like you know, golden corral lasagna and pizza, mm. which I still really no, like. I still enjoy that. Yeah, I would, but you know what? I was really disappointed with myself because I had one plate at the buffet. 
Oh, one no. penny and then dessert. I was like, why am I not handling this correctly? Why am I what not was the... handling this buffet? Yeah, why aren't you going back for five plates? Was the dessert like those usual kind of like really solidified gelatin cakes? You know, you get like no. t- the tiny little really hard gelatin. No. Oh. <laughs> and they don't taste like anything. They literally just taste like gelatin and a bit of sugar. Um, it, w- it was very like, um, what's the word? Um, regional in right. terms of dessert. So it's stuff I haven't really had before, but really nice. It was just mm. dessert, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and there was an ice cream machine and I think it was for kids. I was like, can I have some ice cream? And they're like, yeah. And they gave it to me in a bowl and it was it was a kid's bowl. There was like a design on it, like a child's oh, bowl. I was like, oh, like clowns you. and shit on yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh my God, it's <laughs> definitely for children. <laughs> Do you remember the, pe- the um, ice cream machine at Pizza Hut? Yes. Oh my God. Is that still a thing? It was unlimited. I don't know. Oh How was, God, I think, was so have good. we heard about your stay at um, Soho House since you came back? I don't think we've spoken oh, about it. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> so I, I went to Soho Farmhouse, which I love. I absolutely love it there. But we had a bit of a nightmare because we were put in one of the cabins, which is one of the larger ones. It has a really nice separate living room and Ooh. bathroom. And they all have separate bathrooms. But I get their their thing is like, you know, like wilderness, like you're on a farm, but the place was so overgrown and it was the only cabin that wasn't on a lake. And it, we were right next to like where the gym and the restaurants were and they were blasting music all day. No. And I literally felt, listen, I'm paying money for this. And th- this was the only time I've ever complained or kicked. I didn't really kick off, but I phoned the people reception. I was like, I'm, like, I'm really sorry, but I'm here for a relaxing weekend. All I can hear is music coming from, like, you know, the restaurant. <clears throat> There's people walking back and forth. Our garden's overgrown. We had to, like, climb through bushes. We didn't have to. We just had to, like, step on a few branches to get to our front door. But they actually... So they moved us to a cabin, which was a little bit smaller. Obviously, we got the, the right price for it. But I actually preferred it. It had air conditioning. We had a really private balcony. It was really nice. Lovely. Yeah. I mean, you would think they would have some kind of maintenance team. Well, we walked past it late and they they'd cut they trimmed it all. <laughs> but the whole oh. like since I went back, like the whole thing was like slightly overgrown. But I think they're trying to make it look a bit like natural, but it just didn't quite yeah, sit right. Yeah, but even right. people who actually own farms keep their farms in exactly, good shape. Yeah. You know? Oops, sorry, I just hit the table. And we have really bad hay fever, and it was it was just it was just wasn't like what <laughs> I wanted. Do you know where you should be. go next time? Travel lodge, holiday, travel in, lodge, you'll be fine. Premier Inn. Yeah, on best the pillows in the, the world. Didn't you get them? Didn't you like go I out the way to I buy? I went out specifically. Was it Holiday Inn or Travel Lodge or Premier Inn or Travel Premier Inn or Holiday Holiday Lodge, <laughs> Holiday Tree, <laughs> the purple one with a moon? <laughs> they were selling their pillows and they sold out. There's nothing mm. more comfortable than 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 like hotel bedding. That hotel yeah. mattress topper. I keep meaning to like peel back the sheets and look at the brand oh and then gosh, like a yeah. good pillow. Perfect. Perfection. Mm-hmm. And then I managed Perfection. to track down the ones they um have in Disney things, but Disney um hotels. But you need a very specific pillowcase. It's all too much, James. Robert It's all too much. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, is there anything you've been loving this week? James had no since you've been on holiday. <laughs> James no Maybe your holiday? (laughs) (laughs) Can we talk about a product I was disappointed in, actually? Yeah, of course you can. So I, listen, I really like Supergoop, right? I really, I really like their sun creams, but I use their glow screen for the face Mm. and they released one that was a little bit deeper 
in colour, mm. which I didn't realise. And it wasn't, it, it looked nice on, on the face. When I went outside, my partner was like, oh, there's like lines on your face. Like, all oh, around no. your beard and around your hair. And I was like, oh, I thought it was just, like, a sheen. But it had, like, proper, like, bronze in it. So we had to yeah. go back and wash it off. Then I tried their body one. And there was, like, glitter in it. Whereas yeah. their, so their normal, like, face um, glow screen is, like, a pearlescent glow. Really beautiful. Really nice. The body one was shimmer. And I was like, oh, this oh, isn't no. what I want. Yeah. yeah. Um, luckily, Jackie Einer, bless her, sent, um, I put on Twitter, I was like, hey, what what gives this look? And I compared it to like MAC strobe cream, which is like that pearlescent mm. glow. And she told me about the dermological one, look, which looks not as intense, but it has a really nice sheen to it. So I got that one, exactly what I wanted. I just wanted to have like a reflective glow. And it was like yeah. the dermalogica. Oh, maybe that could be the one, my good product vendor, Dermalogica. Um, I don't know, sunscreen. It's the one with like the, right. Is it holographic? Is it holographic? I know. Iridescent. Iridescent. I don't know. Like lids, you know? Really, really nice. Really sub subtle on the skin. That's the thing. I hate when like products say that they give you a glow when really they've just got it's mica gl- in it. It's, it's not so gl- annoying. It's a glow isn't glitter. That's a shimmer. Yeah. A, yeah. a glow is like pearlescent. Um, yeah. Pearls. Pearls. Pearl, pearl. Can I just partake in some water very quickly? Yeah. It's watermelon flavour. It's lovely. Um, yeah. <laughs> James, listen, talking about partaking in water, is there anything mm. you've been loving this week? Yes, speaking of water, the Fenty Skin um, Cherry Treat Conditioning Lip Oil has been lovely for me. Oh my god, I just salivated looking at that. That yeah. looks so good. Does it look good? I've never so seen it's like, this. I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah. Oh my so god, it's that's not beautiful. like an oil oil. When mm. you know when you say oil, people are like, oh, it's an oil. It's not. It's like oh, that it's a bit typical more... like it's between more like a gloss balm. texture, right? Yeah, it's mm. like a slightly glossy like melted lip balm kind of consistency, nice. you know, uh, you know, the lip balms you squeeze out of a tube. It's kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. very little energy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, but what it's really good at is lasting a long time on the lips. Like I can, mm. I can apply it in the morning and by lunch, even drinking everything it's still on my lips and my lips feel really, really protected. I do like, right. Here's the thing is I don't like tackiness, but I also do. Their cookies in the clean clay mask for me was a little bit too tacky for my liking. I was like, mm, that's not really the right thing. Um, but I love a cherry scent and a cherry flavour, like artificial. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it's also got cherry in there as well, which has some antioxidant properties. But I'm, I'm really enjoying that as like a nighttime and like a first thing in the morning kind of lip treatment. It looks really beautiful. Yeah. From where I was sick for like two weeks, my lips went really pale and dry. <laughs> They look like I've been throwing up and eating soup when really yeah. I've just been eating soup. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, that and the road actually, the lip, their one of their lip balms have have really rescued them. Say very nice and kind. Yeah, Robert, listen, yeah, today yeah. we're about to get all types of Y two K Millennium. Um, but before <laughs> before we get into it, let's take a break for an advert. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello 
HelloFresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to the future. <laughs> You've just stepped forward 20 years. 20 years. The year is 2023. And <laughs> listen, today, when we were discuss- discussing video ideas, this is something I wanted... Um, podcast ideas. Uh, podcast ideas. This is something that I will be doing a video on later in the future, because there's a lot more to it. But I really want to discuss the basics of virtual influencers. Now, when we were talking about this, you were like, I don't know what that is. I was like, James, I don't know what that <laughs> is. I don't know what that is. <laughs> so I thought what we'd do is I'd s- speak to you about what they are. We can discuss how you feel as an influencer and can consumer about the state of virtual influencers okay right so what robert put your hand up yeah what do you think of virtual influencer is robert so i'm assuming it's like the movie simone where that guy invented that like it's a fake actress and or actor sorry and it's all cgi she doesn't actually exist but it's all done by computers so i'm assuming it's like that that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Uh, that's exactly that. Um, so, <laughs> by definition, virtual influencers or CGI influencers are computer-generated people with a purpose to try and look as realistic as possible and also have the same kind of talk, personalities as a person. But usually they're all captured through just pictures, right? So Instagram posts, Mm. the occasional video nowadays, but you never really hear them talk. Um, They're always on Instagram posing with friends in quotations, you know, at certain events in so many different kinds of locations. So the idea is that we are not meant to know that they're virtual. These are people who are meant to live normal lives. Um... Um, so behind each kind of like virtual influencer, you often have like huge teams of people because these are people who are wanting to make influencer money doing it as a business, right? So we have people who decide obviously what they look like, everything down to their clothes, their makeup, their living spaces, their friends, the backdrops, landscapes or cityscapes. And that can change depending on the job that they've been hired to do or, you know, whatever clothes they're posing and stuff. Um... Um, sometimes they're in space for some reason. And why wouldn't I you be? Space. If you were virtual, yeah. why wouldn't you be in space? You, you can know? do what you want. But basically brands are starting to use them more and more because they keep popping up everywhere. Like virtual influencers seem to be the thing that brands want to do. Um, so 
well, I say brands, some brands launch their own virtual influencer to represent mm. the brand, while there are other companies that can, um, you know, launch them. And as I said, act as an influencer. You know, most influencers have their niche, right? Nietzsche. Mm. There's mm. Um, fashion niche. one. Niche. Yeah. Fashion, makeup, food, whatever. Virtual mm. influencers can do anything. And be everything. They can know how to cook. They can know how to do makeup. They can know yeah, how to play games, you know, because they're literally just a customizable influencer. They're literally a mannequin. Um, the vast majority of virtual inf- influencers have become really, really popular. A lot of them have, have over a million followers on Instagram. I've never seen one. Yeah. Have you? Ne- okay, we'll, we'll talk about some. And if you do want to see pictures of the ones we're talking about today, they'll be on our Instagram at Double Cleanse Podcast. Is that what it is? You'll see it. You'll see it. (laughs) (laughs) So brands like KFC launched their own um, virtual kernel. Um, So then he advertised brands like Dr. Pepper and Old Spice. Whilst the car brand Renault created their own called Live. (laughs) Just Live. Um, And in my opinion, was done on a bit of a budget. It looks like DreamWorks for adults. Like it's a very oh, unnerving. No. This is a like thing with fake virtual Disney films, Snow Princess yeah. kind of. Yeah, energy. but kind of trying to be real. It's kind of like okay. that uncanny valley where it's like something's oh, no. a little bit. Yeah, oh, something's God. a little bit uncomfortable. But some of the most popular virtual influencers, I'm sure, if you saw her, you would have probably seen her. Is called Lil Lil Mequela. Um, with one second, three... let me let me do this. Lil... Yeah, have a look at Lil M I Q U E L A. Oh, verified and everything. Three yeah, million. Yeah, she's got three million followers, mm. and she's probably actually the original virtual influencer. Oh my god, what did what did I see her in? This is what so I mean. You've seen her really in something. Popular. It's terrifying. Well, she's worked with brands like Samsung and Calvin Klein. I think she actually posed with um, not Bella Hadid. What's the other one? The other one. The other one. One of the Hadid sisters. Courtney um, Hadid. No, I don't know. <laughs> Courtney Hadid. <laughs> Kim Hadid, which we'll talk about later because there's a bit of a controversy there. But, you know, she's actually even released her own music. Um, so she's a singer as well now. Oh, the next one is Shudu. Um, if you have a quick look at her. S-H-U-D-U. And she's Shudu. got 200. Gram. I think so. Like a black influencer? 233. That's her. 233,000 followers. She became popular after Fenty Beauty actually reposted one of her pictures, not realizing that she wasn't a real person. She looks incredibly real. She looks so real. So real, actually. She isn't an, an official Balmain ambassador, literally being superimposed onto red, red carpets and like fashion events wow. with celebrities. Oh my God. She's stunning. Yeah. And she's actually part of a virtual influencer modeling agency called The Digitals, with only seven models so far, actually. So, including Shudu, there's a model called Dagny, Bren, Co- Kofi, Jay Young, Boyce, and an alien type oh, wait, model this called Galaxy. Graham isn't real mm-hmm. either. No. This is crazy. Oh my God, I can't believe it. <laughs> Like, I'm looking at it, the skin looks... Like, the, this yeah. one looks more real than that first one. Yes. The first one you told me looks cartoony. It looks almost mm-hmm. like, okay, she looks like she could be a character from a game. Whereas this girl looks real. Like She looks, looks like looks a proper real. high-end model, right? Model, exactly. Yeah. 
the first time I saw her, I was like, oh my God, she's stunning. Like, she's incredible. But she's worked with brands like Vogue. She's been in Vogue. She's been in Elle. She's been in Cosmopolitan. You know, she is wow. like a popular model. You wouldn't so, know. You wouldn't know that was a virtual, well, well no. someone who doesn't actually even exist. Who exactly. created her? Um, oh God, I can't remember. I did look it up and then I thought, that's not interesting. Uh, <laughs> but as I said, there's this modeling agency, right? And it all looks very diverse. It's probably one of the most diverse modeling agencies I've ever seen mm-hmm. with no one who's real. But this is, I think, a little bit of an issue, which yeah. we'll talk about later. Well, this is why I'm wondering who invented this person, because whoever's getting paid, mm-hmm. I hope it's another black person. Because if a white person is getting paid for the job that a black model could have done then that's an issue. That's we'll come on to issue. this, Robert. Okay. We'll come on to this. Let me finish my diagnosis. Okay, let me just water. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Have you thought about getting a cup or a straw? <laughs> Continue, please. So what brands actually work with these virtual influencers? We've already talked about things like cars, fashion magazines, which, you know, it's fine, but we also have brands like Coca-Cola. And then we have cosmetics. So we have way hair stuff. Is it away? We have yeah. Essence Cosmetics and Dermalogica, as well as KKW Beauty when they were in their prime. Um, Dermalogica actually used their virtual influencer to educate. What I find interesting okay. about Dermalogica's one is they're able to recreate skin conditions and texture, all that kind of stuff. And their one's quite hmm. interesting because it's not kind of out to the public. It's just to educate their staff. And they're also racially ambiguous. You look at this person, you don't know, you know, where they're from or what yeah. race they are. So it's a really interesting, in, interesting kind of in-house kind of thing that they do. I find very, very interesting. So I let's find, kind of talk I about... I find that yeah. interesting because... You could, as a brand, that's a skincare brand, you could just claim, you can make any skincare, uh, sorry, skin situation, any skin type. Mm-hmm. So you're literally inventing and creating the results of this product. So yeah. I could release a skincare product, like, this will turn your skin blue. And because I can literally create it, I can literally it's make it real. happen. It's yeah. real. You can... Make and as well, like surely, um, like makeup, these virtual models are going to be wearing virtual makeup, so therefore, it's not really the makeup in any way. Robert, well, come same to that color, that. same created Robert, thing. Hold that thought, James. Hold that thought. <laughs> Okay. Oh, they're fine. So <laughs> let's talk about the pros and cons then. Seeing as you're so eager to jump ahead. I'm outraged and fascinated at the same time. <laughs> so, <laughs> the pros of the virtual influencers really, in my opinion, only fall in the brand's favor, right? They're cheaper to hire. They're easier to fulfill a brief because, you know, I, as an influencer, right, you get a brief, you do it. You send a video back. There might be some corrections you have to make. It takes more time. It takes another day of editing. You know, there's a little bit of back and forth. Whereas with a virtual influencer, it's a few clicks of a button. I know that's not yeah. how animation works, but it's no. very easy <laughs> to change and less time, right? And then ne- then you can make a next to perfect campaign image or video. And these brands also get access to models of all skin tones, colors, nationalities, races, or as we said earlier, in some cases, racially ambiguous models. But to yeah. me that is as good as it gets in quotations. So yeah. let's go on to the cons and we could kind of 
talk about the whole situation. So one thing that kind of irks me and sticks out to me the most is almost the fake inclusivity that comes from these virtual influencers, right? I don't think the answer to creating inclusive adverts for people of all skin colors is just using a darker skinned virtual influencer. Yeah. As you said earlier, there are so many real life black models or models of color who actually need work and representation as well. And I think it's very easy and almost like an easy escape for brands to be like, let's work with this black uh, virtual influencer, show our inclusivity, when really they've not hired someone who actually could and really could benefit have, from the work. they could have done the business with a white man. You know what yeah. I mean? Or a white yeah. woman. It's, it's like, it's, it's a bit like... You're benefiting, as, as, you're, you're benefiting great, off inclusivity. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, as much as, like, you know, like it's an art, it's a very arty thing, and these models look amazing. And the thing is with models high fashion models is they do always have this unusual look to them that comes Mm. across really like um that's where their beauty is you know you don't always get a typical person who's like oh you could be a model just because they're really pretty they always have something slightly yeah they Mm. always have something something slightly odd about them and i think that's when you look at them they're like okay they're really pretty but something's not quite right but they're really really beautiful and that's what makes them a model you know mm. not quite yeah. right but something's not they the have same. to be striking rather than mm. just mm. there has to be pretty. something that really grabs your attention mm. and you can literally create that any mm. i if i educate myself and i could create it i could create a black model or an indigenous indigenous model and be like hi i have these two models if you need inclusivity yeah and it's and like you, but you would just be some guy. From that. Yeah. yeah and i yeah. would be getting the money Mm-hmm. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't like this. I don't like no, this. No, so that's also for me where the diversity stops. When you look at these models, you look at that virtual influencer modeling agency and it looks diverse, right? So for me, that's where the diversity stops, right? When you look at these virtual influencers, when you look at the agency, they are all well-toned, slim people, you know, attractive mm-hmm. people. There's no variation of body sizes, skin textures. They're very good at creating skin texture as yeah. a pores, but you don't see any kind of like texture of the skin or real, you know, skin issues right. and quotations yeah. that people suffer from. In fact, if you are an alien, you are better represented from these virtual influences yeah, yeah. than a plus size model or somebody yeah. who, who, you know, fills their plus size, um, for example. Um, but we also have an issue when it comes to reliability, which we were talking about earlier, and accuracy of the product reviews and representation when it comes to the beauty products, right? So mm. like you said, these brands, instead of showing how the makeup, for example, actually works, so however the hair care works, the skincare really works and looks on real people, they're able to fake results and make their product pay pay off the exact way they want it to. Do exactly. you know what I mean? So like, instead of being mm. like, this is a red tone and it's going to work on all skin types and colors and all lip tones, they can make that happen on a virtual influencer. Whereas in real life, it might not and work you for could, everyone. You could argue as well though, that you've used makeup on a model and then it's been in post-production as well. And it is yeah. slightly altered. So I guess there's not yeah. too much change there. But when it comes to texture and finish, oh, I guess there's not too much change there either. Is there? The but that, the whole edited. point of an influencer though, is to see what it looks like on real skin. Right. Real exactly. people, yeah. and you know, like just everyday and, and people. Say their experience yeah. it. How are you going to make up, you know, a, a virtual influencers yeah. um, thing? It's like when brands do um, fake swatches, like CGI swatches. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not real. And like we were saying earlier, skincare, how can someone who actually doesn't have skin and doesn't even exist talk about skincare in a way that it's is crazy. real? They can't. And this is where we get into legal issues. So this is from. Um, 
I think it's truth in advertising. They say that the term virtual influencer at the moment does not actually appear in the FTC's endorsement guides, uh, which the so agency uses. Yeah, which the agency uses to tackle deceptive influencer marketing, ranging from undisclosed adverts to the promotion of products the influencer doesn't actually use, amongst other things. Virtual influencers, of course, do not actually use anything they're advertising because they don't exist, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So last year, in a statement to the New York Times, the FTC acknowledged that it hasn't yet specifically addressed the use of virtual influencer influencers. The good news is that the guides, which were first enacted in 1980 and updated in 2009, are up for review, meaning that as part of the review pr- process, um, truthinadvertising.org has submitted a comment to the agency suggesting several updates and additions, including that the FTC confront this latest trend in social media endorsements. So... That's exactly what we're saying, that there's no rules. It's not even the rules of being an influencer because, again, they aren't influencers. They don't exist, you know? Yeah. Sorry, I just had to look at their website. I can't believe it. They do, they they have like, like, like you said, diversity, but it's fake diversity. I can't believe these people. They they just look so real. This one, thedigitals.com is Mm. the agency and they just look incredibly real. Yeah. And then you have the alien. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Although, one thing I will say, that um, when it comes to the, the, like, the diversity and working with models, I think one brand who did it really well is actually Manny Emue's Luna Beauty, because this was during I lockdown. I was going to say, because there was a... Mm-hmm. I was going to... Uh, I was going to add, sorry, I think it's a really fun idea for a campaign. Mm-hmm. For one time. You know what I mean? But if yeah. it was to be a whole thing, I think mm-hmm. it's... When you make the 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 digital person the mm. advertiser and the celebrity and the thing, it gets a little bit questionable. Yeah, but this is things like that was purely done because it was locked down and to be responsible as a brand, but still have um, inclusivity in mm-hmm. their adverts. They use yeah. these virtual influencers. Yeah, and I didn't realize until well, they weren't even influencers; they were just models, models. and from a brand who constantly uses um people's skin tones textures sizes you know it, it's you know it's forgiven you know it's not really it doesn't yeah. really seem like an issue because it mm. was done in the best interest of everyone at the time yeah. um but like you said if a brand was to use like the odd one here and there and it was like you know like part of the it's whole brand because it, it is it is in general it's a really fun really like yeah. oh that's so crazy idea yeah. and yeah. you know i kind of see it for um, clothing and maybe mm. shoes, or maybe you want to do something that's like you know exciting. sunglasses. Even yeah. if it was maybe even more cartoony, it would make a little mm-hmm. bit more sense. But I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's somebody. Oh, it's confusing because at the same yeah. time, from a like that's incredible kind of point of view from art from an artistic point of view, mm. it's like oh have fun. But when mm. you know you think about it, it's like oh shit, there's some issues. There's so many issues. It's it's mm. taking away like jobs from actual models. Yeah, you know who we know struggle as it is. Like yeah. what whatever stage you are, whatever you look like, you mm. struggle as a model to get jobs mm. anyway. It's very competitive. And like you know, the top the top models will always be safe because people want to see them. They're a celebrity. Of course, they, they want to yeah. see them and things. Yeah. Um, so very much like average everyday influencers, some of these virtual influencers have somehow come into controversies. So we were talking earlier on about wait, um, like drama, drama. No, so, what? yes, 
Right. So we were talking earlier about um, Bella Hadid, that's it, and the influencer um, Lil Malik Mokwela, um modelling for Calvin Klein. In this advert, um, Bella Hadid and Lil Mokwela actually kiss. They make out. Um, so Calvin Klein uh, was called out for queer baiting. So this is someone who like just the model kissing a, a fake influencer and they're like inclusivity lesbians um <laughs> right so bella hadid who does identify as heterosexual so they were called out for queer baiting but what it gets worse with this little mcquayla in 2019 she posted a vlog that described herself being a victim of sexual assault in a rideshare see this is a re- this is a, another a really um gray area to go into because it's important that people um talk about their experiences if they're comfortable doing so and want to, to, to help other people to mm. um, make people know, you know, they're not alone and to have people come forward and talk about it. Yeah. Because it, it happens a lot, especially in rideshares, Ubers, things like that. But it's really, again, the, the person behind it would have had mm. to come up with this story. So why not yeah. put it in a situation where maybe you're using your platform to share someone else's story. Don't make up a story. Do yeah, I mean? that's the thing. I, I think Use it was your done to make Don't uh, make yourself do it. Uh, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's not... Yeah. Mm. It, it doesn't even seem like it was for anything in particular. It looked like it was supposed to be, like, her vlogging, almost like a story time, making up this very real-life scenario in order to try and make her more relatable. And that's like you were saying, like... That's terrible. The, I, the most respectful ladies who go online actually share their stories or men or whoever experienced this goes online and shares their stories and sharing it to raise awareness for it. But when there's a company behind a not real person pretending that this happened with no lead to anything or, you know, not raising awareness for somebody else who is raising, a real person who's raising mm. awareness, what's the point? And you know what? It kind of, a lot of people who have these experiences and talk about them will always be met with, oh, you're lying, that didn't happen kind mm. of thing. Because I don't know why people are so fucking shit and can't believe that happens to people. And then yet mm. you have this example of of literally that did not happen. Yeah, you know what I exactly. mean? It's it's very, it's oh, that's not really an area they should go into. If, you, if they were going to do something like that, they should say, yeah. hi, I'm, what's what's her name? We're talking to these people. And then have real people, if they wanted to do something, share their experiences, raise money, do something. It's That's so dumb. That's like me inventing a character just on The Sims, right? And going, my yeah. Sim experiences rideshare. No, that's like, and then what? Now what? You know? Yeah. I don't yeah. know that experience myself. Unless there's somebody in the team who created that person and... um that's their, like, I don't know. I can't even excuse... I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah. So, here's another one about Shudu, the extremely realistic black model we were talking about, who has been described as a white man's digital projection of real-life black womanhood. The man behind creating Shudu, who Mm -hmm. he actually created in his garden shed, he said, is Cameron James Wilson from what I can find is a white male. See, that's it. But not only that, he's <laughs> actually behind the modeling agency of virtual influencers that we discussed earlier. And yeah. we have one white woman on there. There is, what, what was it called again? The Digitals, isn't it? The Digitals. 
So there's a whole section for their models. So they have Shudu, which is a black model. They have Dang, I want to say Dangy, which is, um, I'm not sure. I don't know if she's meant to be white. Well, th- they this have, is the um, thing though. They have Jay Young, that... who is Korean. Bren, yeah. who is black. Kofi, who's black. Boys, who, uh, but, oh, and then Galaxia, which is like this alien looking person. So there yeah. is one white looking person, kind of, and she, she can look, she looks a bit like maybe she could be, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So he, <laughs> so what his, <laughs> What he's done is made these models that are, like, these stunning, stunning, like, you know, people of all races, and then they're not even real, and he's getting paid for the work. Yeah, that they do. Paid for the image. Though, Cosmopolitan have done... And this is the thing, is it's different, right? Behind a a white person who runs an agency and has real models of all ethnicities and colors. Because the models are actually physically getting money from it. Not as much, unfortunately, but they will benefit from it. And then... Yeah. Oh, I just moved my microphone, sorry. Um, Yeah. God. I just want to read this bit because truth and advertising kind of sum up perfectly what we're trying to say. Okay. um, When it comes to them in general is that... Uh, because virtual influencers do not have opinions, beliefs, or real-life experiences and cannot generally generally be genuine users of products and services they promote, the guide should address the type of disclosure necessary for these virtual influencers if they are permitted to ignore the principles established in the guidelines. And what they're saying is the issue arises frequently when virtual influencers promote products that are meant to impact or change a human's appearance, such mm. as application of makeup and skincare. So this is my issue. Like you said, I I really think they're interesting. I think it's a really interesting um, thing to do. And I feel like this would make me more comfortable if real models had their own virtual, <laughs> do you know what I mean? like virtual kind yeah. of like copycats where, you know, they get a bit of the cut and, you know, they couldn't go out and do whatever. But it's very, it's, there's so much behind it other than just like, oh my God, that person looks real and they're applying lipstick. You know, there's so much more to think about when it comes to everything you'd expect from an influencer and everything that influencers are put through in order to make genuine legal content, you know? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so that's what a virtual influencer is, a habit. I was just looking at the website and I was just trying to figure out, does money go to someone? There is a section on their website called Muses. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and it's almost like each model has a real life muse. Oh, really? Oh my God. If they get paid, then this just... (laughs) No, I think they do movements for them that can be used in the future. So maybe they got a one-off payment, Mm. but from what we know, Shudu is, is the original made from, um what's his face in his shed when he taught himself 3d animation Uh, um, based off no one. So more recently looking on the website, Cameron James Wilson, who is the founder and CEO of the digitals has actually teamed up with, um, they just say here, the down syndrome community to create um, a model called Kami Kami um, who has down syndrome and is meant to um, just basically be a voice for the community. It doesn't look like she's based off anyone in particular. But again, to me, 
why would he not highlight a real lady of her age who has Down syndrome and put them at the forefront of campaigns? Yeah, yeah. Like the, there are people working with these models and I feel like the the fact that they're like virtual, it's like, oh, that's so interesting. We'll do it. Like it kind of adds something to them rather than just getting someone in to yeah. actually model for them, you know? Yeah. So yeah, let us know what you think. There'll be a slideshow thing. So yeah, look out for that picture and let us know what you think about this and whether you follow virtual influencers and if you follow them purely to look at as an art form, if you actually care what they think about product, let us Do know. Do you even know you're following a virtual Do influencer? You, you, think you might it's think it's a person. <laughs> uh, anyway, you can follow me, James underscore S underscore Welsh on pretty much everything in James Welsh on YouTube for more skincare content. You can follow me, Robert Welsh, on YouTube and Robert WLSH on Instagram and Robert Welsh MUA on TikTok for makeup content. And the Welsh twins on YouTube. All right, bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 